It's the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bet, you jack wagons. Brad, the big noise heavens here. The good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. It is indeed the Fade 5 Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. It is a Friday, Lundy, and it's championship weekend in uh, college foosball. So a number of major conferences going to have their showdowns to crown a champ. Uh, looking over the, the canvas of games that are out there, uh, side, total, uh, maybe a money line parlay of sorts, anything strike you? What is your college football pick to click? Well, Brad, I'll tell you what. We can talk about tomorrow uh, in bonus time. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save because I've got a little money line. I've got a simple money line one for, for tomorrow's action that actually has plus odds that I'm pretty happy about. Um, but let's talk about tonight, shall we? Let's talk about tonight. Um, I'm taking USC, and I'm taking UTSA, and if I put both of those together, Brad, nice and simple on the money line, uh, that's a plus one twenty. That's it. Ooh, plus, that's because USC is sitting at a minus one forty-five. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, over at DraftKings, it's right in that range, basically for everybody uh, across the board. I think USC is the better team uh, compared to Utah, um, but I don't want to pay the one forty-five. UTSA is heavy favorites tonight um and so i pop those two together just straight money line i get myself to a plus 120 are you on the utes my friend or are you also enjoying the usc trojans run uh, I don't really have a play in that game. Uh, if I had a lean, it would be with the Trojans, who are just uh, electric offensively, and they're averaging close to 500 total yards per game. And I love uh, the call. When you take the USC money line, if you do like it, and you're leaning that direction, and slap it together so you reduce the juice, slightly get seduced by the juice with UTSA, as uh, Lundy is hacking up last night's uh, concert. That was just uh, a sneeze. I am just fine, my <laughs> friend. I had fun. I had a great time at that concert, uh, as tends to happen, uh, as you well know, yes. uh, with my with my with my wife and her personality. We have new friends now uh, that were that were uh, with us uh, near us in our seats. Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, those of you that are fans of the show Yellowstone, Brad, have you gotten into Yellowstone yet? Uh, I am, I don't know, seven, eight seasons, how many seasons there are behind. And generally speaking, uh, when the seasons accumulate on a series, I never catch up. All right. Well, uh, if you are a fan of Yellowstone, uh, if you're listening or watching, uh, you know uh, the band Shane Smith and the Saints. Uh, my wife and I happen to be friends uh, with Shane, and so that's who we saw last night here in Denver. So, uh, But we had a great time. Uh, got a chance to say hi to Shane after the show. So it was a bit of a late night, Brad. But as you can tell by the glorious pipes right here, I did not go too crazy. Uh, I am still here, and we are still rocking on the Fade Five. Well, hopefully Shane is a kumbaya with us on this USC and UTSA Monday line parlay, which I do like. I want to give you my college football to click uh, this weekend. It's the under in the Big Ten title game between Michigan and the Purdue Boilermakers. I think there's some value here on the line because everybody saw the suplexing uh, that Michigan applied to the Ohio State late in that game. It just got out of hand at the shoe last weekend. They're thinking, oh, the Wolverines can actually score the football. They can, they're good for at least 30, 35. How they may hit 40 points against Boiler up. Uh, but both these teams outstanding defensively. Michigan, number two in total defense, number three in scoring defense, giving up just 12.7 points per game 
uh, this season. And Purdue are no slouches defensively as well. Number 34 in total defense uh, in yardage, and they're giving up to just 23.1 points per game. I think the Boilers do get on the board at some point in this contest. Uh, something like 24 to 7 makes a lot of sense to me here in the end. Michigan, uh, you know, seeing the deal there, and the totals at 52. I just think it's extraordinarily high for a pair of stout defensive clubs. Brad, you're talking about a line, by the way, that opened at 50 and a half. And oh, how's this for you? Courtesy of our friends at BetMGM, 85% of the money is on the over. I'll fade the living daylights of the majority. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. All right, with college football in the books. Oh, we got the NFL talk about. Let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, as always, feature here uh, on the podcast every single Friday, May my favorite player props to make you some pennies uh, here this NFL Sunday. And it's been a profitless endeavor and exercise here the last couple of weeks. So hopefully we're going to write the ship because it's been capsized for some time. And I'm going to start off with George Pickens, and I'm going to take the over uh, the rookie from the University of Georgia on the uh, 19 and a half yards longest catch prop. Uh, juiced up a little bit, minus 125 at DraftKings. But I'm not fearful of this juice because all he does uh, is make acrobatic catches and toe taps on the sideline. That toe drag swag uh, for a chunk gain uh, usually gets one of those a contest uh, from the hand of Kenny Pickett, a guy that's number five in average depth of target in the NFL. Number six in total deep ball targets. Those are passes beyond 20 yards. He's got 19 of those. He's hit the over consistently here. Uh, he's got 11 times uh, 20 or more yards on a single catch. Uh, and a guy that's, you know, really only had a full-time load here the last about four or five weeks since the exit of Chase Claypool. So uh, knowing, too, that he gets a premium matchup against the ATL, the Falcons, and specifically Darren Hall, uh, at quarterback, who's given up, oh, just a 73.1% catch rate and 140.4 passer rating to his assignment. So Pickens uh, showcasing that sick Cirque du Soleil dexterity and contortionism i'm not even sure that's a word i think it's at least a 20 plus yard catch in this one lundy feed or follow the ugga product on the over 19.5 yards longest catch minus 125 at DraftKings. the ugga project product what, yeah, what? Yeah. is it like an is it like a knockoff of those boots that tom brady was hawking <laughs> yeah but, and my wife loves them Oh yeah, I, I, they all do. Apparently, they keep your feet really warm. I just, I just don't need like moon boots uh, on my feet because those things are huge. Um, I agree on the acrobatic nature, uh, George. Uh, maybe just catch it and run. Like maybe not do all the flair. Just like, why don't you just catch and run? That's what Brad and I need you to do to hit the over on this one. I'm going to follow on this one. This is a great player prop. Good way to be able to find some value on the young receiver, especially, as you said, uh, going up against the ATL. This is favorable for him, and I'm surprised this number is not at least at 20 and a half or 21, to be honest with you. So I think you got some value here with an easy bet, easy juice. I, I, the minus 125 doesn't scare me. I think we're sitting in good territory, and I think Brad, I think he's good for 24 plus. So I really like this number. George Pickett's over 19 and a half yards longest catch. Steal some cash from the book. 
number four. All right, let's go with another name here that is White Hot, at least he was last week against my Chicago Bears. And thank you uh, for destroying my Chicago Bears and increasing uh, their draft pick standing as a result. And that is Mike White. I'm going to take the over one and a half passing touchdowns at minus 105. So a light juice here at BetMGM. Uh, White was brilliant last week against the uh, the Bears. Uh, 78.5% completion rate, which is insane. Just off the charts there. Uh, completed a ball to 11 different wide receivers. Uh, 315 passing yards in total. Three passing touchdowns and a nearly flawless 149.3 passer rating in that effort. Now you get another NFC North foe and one that uh, I would say is equally vulnerable defensively in the secondary, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they've allowed 8.25 pass yards per attempt. They've also given up 293.3 pass yards per game, 16 total touchdowns to the quarterback position, and they've also allowed a multi-TD passer in five of their last six games. So skull, 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 not so much. Mike White makes this thing competitive. I also kind of like bonus time. Uh, the over on 44 in this game. I think that's way too low. And I love to the over on White passing touchdowns. Minus 105 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Well, you stole my thunder on the five out of the last six games that Minnesota's been allowing it to happen. Uh, no picks for them over the course of the last two games. They they went on a streak there. We talked about the vulnerability of their secondary. They actually went on a streak there, uh, you know, in in whatever. I can't even remember what weeks we're talking about, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right, right in that range, they went through a streak where they were actually getting multiple interceptions, believe it or not. Um, but over the course of the last couple of weeks, they've been extremely vulnerable. Uh, they obviously gave up uh, a ton of yards on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, to the Cowboys. So you put all that together. Mike White, you know, it, it, it may be backup time. Uh, it may be the exact fodder uh, that the New York Post loves to have to be able to talk about what's happening with the New York Jets. God, they love to make fun of the Jets. Uh, but uh, this is set up perfectly. I like the over with this. I think it's another multi-touchdown game because Minnesota has shown that vulnerability without a doubt and i like your bonus time on the yards as well i or excuse me on the points total uh, as well i think it's set way too low in this game i think we're going to see a lot of scoring oh will the magic continue for mike white you're damn right it will number three all right let's get an sgp slash ogp on the board and come with me on this one lundy uh let's go to the raiders and chargers matchup uh, and uh, right now, uh, Las Vegas actually fared by one point, which I found rather surprising. But uh, the reason why they're probably fearing this game is because the opposition cannot stop the run. So as a result, give me Josh Jacobs, 85-plus rush yards. And I'm going to slap that together with Austin Eckler, the pride of Western State, now Western Colorado University in Gunnison, 30-plus receiving yards. Oh, and your little baby gets seduced by the juice there, a plus 105 at DraftKings on this SGP. To give you some background here, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, I know he's been practicing on a limited basis this week. Week, but should be good to go. I don't think he's going to have any limitations, a similar setup that he had last week. And uh, there were no restrictions at all for him on the ground as he pulverized the opposition. And I think that's going to be the case yet again because the Chargers have allowed 5.64 yards per carry, 133.3 
rush yards per game and 14 combined touchdowns uh, to the running back position. Uh, he has achieved, uh, or the Chargers have allowed, I, I should say, the over on this eight times. And Jacobs has achieved this several times this season. One of the league leaders in yards after contact per attempt. The league leader in missed tackles force. He's got 63 in total on the year. Uh, it's been just a spectacular year for him. And I'm a, I I know what you're thinking. Oh, he only had 10 for 57 in the first matchup back in week one. But this offense has evolved. He is now the centerpiece of it. And he's going to get probably at least 20 carries in this game. Meanwhile, for Eckler, he hit the over in week one. Uh, on the 30 receiving yards, I think he's going to duplicate or even best that effort at 36 yards in that contest. Uh, you look at Vegas giving up 6.5 receptions and 54.5 receiving yards per game. Seven guys, including Eckler's week one performance, have gone over this number. And you know Austin's good for what? Seven, eight targets on those Texas routes out of the backfield. So Josh Jacobs, 85 plus rush yards. Austin Eckler, 30 plus receiving yards. Ooh, a cool plus 105 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. I've been getting burned by some of these OGPs lately. Um, and so I start to get a little bit nervous, but then I see like, here, this, this is the problem. Then I look at this one and I go, Oh yeah, this is this is a no-brainer. Like I just I why wouldn't I just completely back up a Brinks truck for this one? Because you're exactly right about Jacobs. You're right about Eckler in terms of the routes he's going to run, the targets that he's going to wind up getting. Um, and I I don't know. I, I mean, you and I will probably get burned on this on something, Brad. Something is going to happen just because of uh, the fact that a I'm going to follow you, and b I've had bad luck on my OGPs lately. Um, but they keep sucking me in. They keep reeling me back in like one of those bad Sunday morning fishing shows. I'm telling <laughs> you, this one, I, I really like this one. Um, I wanted to try to find, this is uh, actually true, as I was starting to look at some of the props for this weekend, I was like, all right, I need to figure out something that I can do to pair up with Josh Jacobs. Started looking at reception. I'm trying to think of who I can. And you served it to me on a silver platter with Eckler. I, I like this one a lot. I like the plus 105. It feels nice and simple. Josh Jacobs better not screw me, man. Uh, I tell you what, cast a line, and you're catching a pass for that ass. Well, plus 105 with this prop. Number two. All right, numero dos of the Fate Five on this Friday edition. Uh, I'm going to take the under and live in the land down under on Saquon Barkley, 69, not so nice, and a half rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Um, Admittedly, I grabbed this one. It opened at 71 and a half on the under. Uh, hasn't uh, creeped too low, and I would still bet the under on this. Why? Because you look at Washington, last five games, 3.77 yards per carry allowed at the running back position, just 66.4 rush yards per game surrendered as well. Only two, only two running backs have gone over this total against him this year. Uh, it was Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. And in you look at Saquon here last four games. Uh, Lundy, uh, grab a bucket because you're going to probably barf as a result of this. Uh, he's got a 1.81 yak per attempt mark. That's one of the worst in the league during that stretch. And he's only forced to miss tackle 10%. That's it. 10% of the time. Uh, he's been under this in three of his last four as well. I, I don't see him getting anywhere close to 70 yards. This is probably like 17, 18 carries, 55, maybe 60 in the end. It's a very stiff stout and rigid front 
of the rival commanders. Fader follow Saquon Barkley, the quads, uh, not exactly flexing on the under 69 and a half rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. 69 and a half, stiff, rigid. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely an episode of the Fade Five, folks. Uh, we are we are locked and loaded. I actually, um, it's not so much that I don't like your logic in this one. It's that I'm not a big fan of where the number's at. Uh, and so this is actually one that when I saw it populate, I, I was like, mm, no, I'm staying away from this one. I don't have a good feeling one way or the other. So this is, this is probably less a fade, Brad, than it is just a pass. Um, you know, I, sometimes there's, there's stats that come out. There's games that get talked about. And even uh, on You Bet Tonight on the, on the television show that I do here in Denver, every now and then it'll say Nate's pick at the bottom of the screen, and it'll just say pass. Just because it's one of those like, no, just not feeling this one, folks. I'm not going to bet for the sake of be- betting. So, um, like I said, not quite so much a fade. I'm just staying away from Saquon Barkley. Uh, uh, props for this weekend. I just do not trust it in this matchup against Washington. Barkley won't bring the bite. Number one. All right, off the radar, uh, numero uno on the feed five today is a wide receiver not remotely thinking about. You probably didn't even know uh, really existed unless you're playing in like a 20-team fantasy league. Uh, and it's a guy that is overshadowed by Tyreek Hill and also Jalen Waddle on his squad. That is Trent Sheffield. Uh, I almost have to speak an English accent when I say that Sheffield last name. And I'm going to take the over on 22 and a half receiving yards at minus 115 available at BetMGM. Uh, Sheffield splits a lot of time out of the slot and outside. He lines up in the slot 44.3% of the time. And over the last five games, he has hit the over in every contest. Uh, he's averaging 22.6 routes per game, 3.8 targets per game. Uh, he's caught at least two balls over that five-game stretch in every single effort, averaging 11.7 yards per reception on the season. Now, he's going to get a mixture of uh, Charverius Ward and Lenore. Uh, in coverage, and Lenore has uh, given up a 103.6 pass rating in his assignments out of the slot because he is the primary slot DB for San Francisco. So in a game with plenty of pew, 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 shootout appeal, and knowing, too, that 26, that's right, 26 wide receivers have logged at least 23 yards vertically in a game against the goal panners. I, I think this is a very... Doable, very achievable, very attainable over in the end for a guy that uh, is training in all the right directions uh, here over the last five weeks. So feed or follow Trent Sheffield uh, over 22 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Uh, is that a decent Prince William or no? No, I got to get the I, I got my coffee cup here. I got my pinky out. I'm trying to um, if, if you're I mean, if you're, you're going to talk about it like that, I need I could pretend this is a cup of tea um, and and what do they call them? Biscuits, crumpet, well, biscuits, uh, cookies, cookies. Uh, OK, biscuits. But that's what they call them. Right. Yeah. Look, uh, true story. My sister, uh, my sister actually lives in London and our, our little nephew, who's about three years old, flaming red hair, fantastic British accent, love Theo to death. Um, but he gets very confused whenever he comes to visit us here in the States, because we call things uh, different that he doesn't understand. Yeah. French fries, French fries are chips. Um, Potato chips are crisps. 
um, all those it, it just he gets confused, uh, which is exactly how everybody feels right now. A about your uh, uh, about your British accent. B about me uh, derailing the conversation and discussing my British nephew. Uh, and C the fact that they'd never heard of Trent Sherfield prior to this particular episode of the podcast, folks. This is what Brad does. Brad digs deep. Uh, colonoscopy style to find Ow. you, yeah, whoo, uh, to find you the bets that have the value. Follow on this one. You like these ones that are uh, off the radar. Then on Sunday, when you're hanging out at your favorite uh, adult beverage establishment, drop this one on your friends because they will they will not have heard of him either, and you're going to look like a freaking genius. Uh, just do yourself a favor: a bet on this, and b screw the colonoscopy. Just poop in a box. Uh, with that. Uh- <laughs> When those ads debuted, when those ads debuted, it was the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. It was, it was creepy. He was creepy. He's like following people around. It's like, hey, uh, lift my uh, top up and just uh, take a crap in me, please. I enjoy it. Just, just (laughs) dump it right in here. It'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, All right, uh, (laughs) Luddy, let's uh, flush some more cash. It's bonus time. I got puns galore now as a result of the number two jokes. Uh, What else do you have? And hopefully uh, they do not have a wretched smell. Well, I think we could actually have a little bit of fun here, Brad. Let's jump into the other sports. First of all, I want to jump back to college football. I told you that I had a money line parlay for you for tomorrow in the championship action. Georgia, Michigan, Boise State. Put those three together, Brad. Boise State in the Mountain West Championship uh, against uh, Fresno State. Put those three together, plus 104. Just over the top. And it's Boise State that helps you get there because I think Boise State on the money line is only about a minus 155. That's actually what helps put that one over the top because Georgia and Michigan are so heavily favored. Um, But uh, you put those three together, you wind up at the plus 104 odds. That's in addition to the plus 120 that I gave you at the beginning. Money line parlay for you tonight in hockey. There's only three games, but there are two home teams that I really like. That's the New York Islanders. They're taking on the Preds. um, And the Winnipeg Jets are at home against Columbus. Take Winnipeg and the Islanders both on the money line. That's going to pay you at a plus 133. Player prop two-legger in hockey tonight. Mika Zibanejad of the New York Rangers over on three and a half on his what, Brad? Sogs. Um, <laughs> just because you like to say Sogs. Um, Boone Jenner. Uh, I'm going to throw him in there over his two and a half on his shots. Put those two together. Oh, oh, sexy. Uh, plus 185. Then over in the NBA, this one's a little bit fun for you. You know what Brad and I like to do? We like to pick on the teams that are terrible in terms of their opponent rebounding uh, averages. Um, and so there's two that I like tonight. First of all, the Denver Nuggets will be on the road. They are taking on uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and in that case, give me Nikola Jokic over on his rebounding prop, which sits at 11 and a half. I know that's a high number, but the Hawks suck on the boards. Um, and you know that Jokic is going to try to clean up the boards. Last year against Atlanta in the two games he had, he had 10 and one, but he had 19 in the other. So I'm going to take the odds on that one that he can get to a dozen on the rebounds. Same kind of idea, by the way, with Drew Holiday. Uh, Taking on, of course, Brad, the team we love to pick on when it comes to rebounds, the LA Lakers. Um, And so with that in mind, all Holiday needs for his rebounding prop is five. 
He's at his over under is sitting at four and a half. So I like both of those. But if you want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, if you parlay those together, plus one ninety eight. Ooh, get seduced by that juice. That's uh, that downright is, uh, sexy. That is sexy. And by the way, because uh, I had somebody actually ask me uh, last night uh, at the concert uh, uh, of what I liked in terms of the games on Saturday. Here's what I can tell you. I am not touching the TCU Kansas State game, folks. No. I am. That is the one that I refuse to uh, to go after. Um, you are talking about, and these are courtesy again of our friends at BetMGM, Brad. You and I get these numbers all the time. Um, in terms of bets on the spread, it is fifty-two to forty-eight in terms of the percentages. It's about as even as you can get. A slight lean to K State getting the two and a half on the money line. It is a perfect fifty-fifty. on one side, 50% on the other. That is one that I am absolutely staying away from. I'm really looking forward to the game, but it is not going to get any of my dollars because do I think TCU can do it? Absolutely. Do I sometimes wonder about a team in that kind of spotlight that hasn't been there in a really long time? Yes. Yeah, flip a damn coin on that one. Uh, I do have one more college football play, and let's go to the Mac Daddies in that championship game. I like the OHIO Bobcats. I'm going to take them. I grab a plus one in that game. Curtis Work has been outstanding. The quarterback for uh, Ohio, 25-4 touchdown interception split. Uh, Toledo has been sensational in pass defense. They're top 20 in the country in that category, so – Push comes to shove. Whoever wins that battle will win this game. I think it's going to be Rourke uh, and the Bobcats, who have won seven straight contests going into this MAC championship game. Elsewhere, let's go back to the National Football League. Uh, a couple of more props that I like. You got to get Rub a Dub Dub, Nick Chubb, on a uh, OGP slash SGP. Give me an anytime touchdown. Give me 85-plus yards against the Texans. That's plus 130. Seems like you're just giving briefcases of money away as a result because Houston can't stop anybody on the ground. Giving up 5.15 yards per carry, 144.3 rush yards per game, and 15 total touchdowns to the running back position. And Chubb, uh, let's get right around 18 carries per game. Uh, he has cruised past 85 yards in eight contests this year. Uh, he is up there, top three in missed tackle rate, uh, top five in yards after contact per attempt. Uh, scored a TD in eight of 11 games. So uh, 100% get on board uh, with that prop. And I like the Derrick Henry over on receiving yards, which is sitting at 12 and a half uh, with Ryan Tannehill back under center. Uh, Henry is getting right around 10 routes run in a particular contest is being featured a couple of times in the screen game. And I think it's going to be front and center against some of that umbrella coverage of Philadelphia, uh, knowing uh, how well that Darius Slay and the rest of the DBs have really played this season uh, where they are most exploitable is on the ground. And that obviously benefits King Henry, but also in the short field pass game. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised on a one play payday uh, on a screen pass. He sprints it for like 20 yards and you score the cash cover there. Uh, and last one I'm going to throw at you is DeAndre Swift. I'm taking the over on 20.5 receiving yards. Uh, he's pretty much good for three catches every week at this point. Uh, he's getting around 15 to 20 routes run 
in a particular contest. And you're looking at Jacksonville, both teams heading in the right direction right now late in the season. Uh, but the Jags have shown some vulnerabilities uh, against uh, the running back position out of the flat. So Swift on some design routes, uh, maybe some screens, uh, maybe some Texas routes. Uh, will catch uh, three balls, presumably, and those three balls will probably go for like 23 to 25 yards. And the end the line here is just 20 and a half on that over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And then uh, let's get some college basketball. Actually, I got nothing in the NBA tonight. I'm totally zeroed in on college hoops. Of course, my University of Illinois fighting Illini uh, in College Park could take on the undefeated Maryland Terrapins. And hell no! Yeah, Jim Jackson, not giving you a pick of that game. However, the other marquee matchup is Gonzaga and Baylor at the Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I got a, a same game parlay here on this one. I got Gonzaga on the money line, and I'm going to take the over on an alt line of 152 and a half. Uh, you slept that together at DraftKings. That's plus 125. Now, uh, you look at the Baylor Bears. Uh, and really, Gonzaga, they're both struggling and struggling mighty defensively, not so much offensively. Gonzaga, according to Bart Torvik, number one and adjusted offensive efficiency. Baylor is number three in that category, but Baylor, a far worse defensive team on paper than the Zags. They're number 76 in the country and uh, adjusted defensive efficiency and number 285 and effective field goal percentage defense. So, uh, this game's going to be extremely high scoring, probably going to be played in the 80s. And I think in the end, in a neutral court environment, uh, the Zags, Drew Timmy time and company get the victory, say like 87 to 84. So you might be sweating this out. Uh, but both those events occur again. Gonzaga on the money line and the over on the alt line, 152 and a half. And to get it at plus money. All right. We are out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Friendly reminder, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this program. Also, follow Lundy and all his picks on his free and always accessible spreadsheet on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me as well and my spreadsheet picks at Noisy Huevos. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, fade or follow that is up to you.